All right, we've just got into the studio. Uh, Matt O'Kine was rubbing his hands together. Now, we thought that could have either have been that he's sanitising them in this pandemic world or he has evil intentions. Matt O'Kine, which is it? Well, you know that I share this uh, studio space with Tom Tilly. Host of The Briefing. Yes, and um, and I was cleaning my hands. I was sanitising my hands of his wrongdoings uh, <laughs> that he gets up to in this particular space. But then I opened the computer up, went to log into my Gmail. I'm like, hold on a minute. Flavours of Spain? <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. I was like, am I? Are they asking me to host some new TV show? I mean, I've, I've already hosted a show before, Shortcuts yep. to Glory. Thank well, you all the fans. Then I'm like, wait, what is going on here? Uh-oh. Um, and, Email uh, logged in. Then I realised, and I tell you what, oh, my Lord. <laughs> Tom Tilly has 16,000 unread emails. Oh, look at you, Tommy. That's like absolute me. Absolute disgrace, both <laughs> of you. Oh, my Lord. Well, you obviously sign him up for as many different newsletters as you can and then log out. Okay, Cause, I'm going to log out We've got a podcast now. to do. Yes, I'm going to log out right now. Sign out. There you go. See? No beef here. No, no. we got to keep it civil. It's been a while since I've had a had a crack at old uh, T-Till. Yeah, it is. Should you get back on the horse? Nah, nah. He hasn't. He hasn't done anything. To be honest, he's been pretty good. I get. I think he got scared. <laughs> got to fire up that grill, man. <laughs> I had to need... pop some sizzling Mongolian beef right on top of it and uh, <laughs> give give Tommy T some char lines. Is that what you want to do? No, I think we need to go vegan, <laughs> peaceful, calm. <laughs> Everything settled. All righty. They're cleaning spills and splitting bills. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Now let's get this thing started properly, Matt O'Kine. Hello to you. Uh, was the weekend good? Oh, so good. Beach times with little people. I got a proper tan as well. I got to tell you, I really Damn. blacked up. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it uh, didn't take me long. Good, got good, the, good. Got well, the coconut oil out, lathered up. You're the only one who can say this on the podcast without being cancelled. And so <laughs> thank you for doing so. It's good to hear. Hope you had a good weekend, no matter what you got up to. Thank you very much for tuning in to some all-day breakfast today. And I tell you what, Matt, we're finally getting to the bottom of an issue that is that has baffled passers-by for many, many years. It baffled you when you saw two birds wrestling and then falling into a, well, into that's a thing. I, last week. I don't know whether they were wrestling or whether they were doing the naughty, but uh, they ended up in quite the pickle, I'll tell you that much, after falling into a drain. I chatted <laughs> about that last week um, at the top of one of the shows and uh, we thought, you know what, how do birds have sex? Let's get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I think we called the episode the Karma Swoop Drop. And uh, look, we've got an expert who's going to be joining us today, Dr. Lisa Chimes. You may have seen from Bondi Vets. The incredible television show will be uh, clearing the air for us uh, today. We've got a little bit of clickfish. And first up, Matt O'Kine, you've had your eyes on some news in Queensland that is quite uh, interesting. So we're going to get into that in a moment. It's all part of All Day Breakfast. Hope you're doing well. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, have you seen who the new mayor of Rockhampton is? Basil Zemplis. <laughs> no. no, sorry, Perth. He's... <laughs> He's Perth. Will he be staying he, on? Who knows? Basil, Basil or Barry? Old <laughs> <laughs> all, all what? has absolutely cooked it. Either way, uh, much like a bit of basil, if you're putting it in your ice cream, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. 
Um, no, no. But uh, yeah, food still, nonetheless, is the new mayor of um, Rockhampton. This isn't a joke. A bloke called Pineapple is the new... Have you heard about this story? <laughs> no. Well, okay, so apparently the Queensland government is going to change the law to stop a guy called Pineapple becoming the new mayor of Rockhampton because just last week the elected mayor, okay, Margaret Strelau, mm. had to resign, right? Right, Because she, she, was in, she got invited with Anastasia Palaszczuk to India yeah. to meet with the heads of Adani, Right sure. now, during they're all that still, meeting, they're still going for that, aren't they? Yeah, during all that, the, the people at Adani flew her out somewhere to show them the site, and they, and then you know, and then they, when they came back and stuff, it was deemed that the hospitality granted to her was mm. too much. She didn't declare it; uh, it right. wasn't official. They wined and dined, absolutely. So, but the problem is, Margaret Strelau was the only. Well, she wasn't the only person who went, ran for mayor. There was another bloke, Pineapple, <laughs> who also ran for mayor. Chris Pineapple Hooper. Oh, right, wait, so who, Pineapple's his middle name. Well, okay, so I'll just describe this is how The Guardian has described him. Australia's only opponent in the Rockhampton mayoral election in March was the independent Chris Pineapple Hooper, a local climate and peace activist who sleeps in a CBD shop front <laughs> that doubles as a way out there drop-in centre for artists. He says uh, during his campaign, Hooper handwrote his press releases. He doesn't wear shoes or drive a car. Chris Pineapple, in his own words, says, oh, I was saying today I might have to buy a new pair of thongs to go into council chambers. I don't want to dress up in fancy clothes. People judge me because I've got no shoes on. So <laughs> so Rockhampton officially now that's has his, this that, guy. That's their the resis. His pineapple is the, yeah. is the reserves. Yeah. The understudy. And then he's in. And because so they, she because actually they, has been booted. She has been booted and they have to offer it to the person, the next runner-up. He got, mind you, I will say, he won 31% of the vote. Wow. That's pretty good. So, absolutely. So, out of two people, yes, she won as, like by a majority, but 31% of the vote. So, I mean, I, I believe that a lot of people have a bit of faith in him. Wow. Well, shout out Isn't to that- we'll, we'll, we'll endeavour when we both next can to get the new mayor. Is, is he going to accept? Do we know this? Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully he does. The Queensland government's, you know, trying to change the law, but yeah, of course they would. I don't understand why he wouldn't. I'd he like ran to see and bloody, he's gotten it. Bloody pineapple rock up to the mugs at Adani and tell them what's what. You want our water rights? You're gonna have to pay for them. Anyway, we'll see how we go. Uh, we'll get him on the show. We'll do the big interview. That'll happen. All right, man. Wait, wait. Sorry, just before I say, just before we go on. This is the last thing I'm reading in this article. It says, it says, in October, as the tribunal investigation took place, Strelau posted a bizarre video on Facebook wearing a suit made from bubble wrap. This is the current mayor. This is the, this is the mayor that people voted for. Oh, wait, She's the original mayor was wearing bubble is, wrap? Yes. That, that sounded like classic pineapple action there. <laughs> no, no, this is the mayor of Rockhampton posted What's a bizarre video wearing a suit made from bubble wrap. She said, this is to try to protect me. If something happens to me, you don't have to vote. If anything happens to me, then Chris Hooper is automatically your mayor. He's your mayor for three and a half years. So, so she was trying to make a point that she needs to stay safe on the <laughs> yeah. off chance that pineapple comes in. And to prove that she was the adult in the room, she wore a suit made out of bubble wrap. Mate, 
Everyone knows that pineapples are spicy and everyone knows that bubble wrap is to be popped. That was a terrible prediction <laughs> device anyway. All right, well, I want to interview anyone from Rockhampton. So if you're joining us from there, let us know what the hell is going on. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. I kind of went camping the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, put out the deck chairs, start the campfire out in the wilderness. It was by a lake. Okay. The problem is that a big pool of stagnant water, you know, what happens? Mosquito larvae. So all these little gnats and bugs were creeping around the campsite. So I'm just whacking myself silly until I bought myself one of those blue zapper bug things that I could hang off the caravan awning, right? Where is this going? And so I put it up there and suddenly all the bugs go right off my arm. They see this really tempting blue light and they go, ooh, this looks okay. (laughs) Dead. Okay. And I looked at that and I thought, you know, that's really a lot like clickbait. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. The headlines tempt us in, but we don't click. Only the one mosquito buzzes around this joint. It's our producer, Bron. Hello, Bron. Hello. You are Morty. Honestly, you are Morty. <laughs> Morty the fly. But, Isn't that no, it's not Morty? Morty the fly. It's Louis the fly. Louis, Louis the, the fly. fly. You mean from Who's Rick Morty, and Morty? I think you're thinking you're Morteen. Oh, maybe that's what I am. <laughs> Louis the fly from Morteen. <laughs> Morty the fly. You're, no, you're thinking of Marty McFly is what you're oh. thinking of from Back to the Future. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much for, for joining us here, Bron. How was your weekend? Thank you for being our, our, our Louis. <laughs> you're welcome. My weekend was pretty good, actually. Caught up with some friends for the first time in a while, so that was really fun. Love that. Uh, Melbourne over. hitting, uh, yes, yeah, 16 days of yeah. uh, zero cases. Mystery case dropped off. Sitting pretty uh, whilst everyone right. remaining safe. It's it feels so exciting now. Like I feel like you guys have won. You know what I mean? Like you've you've you've, you've clocked M Bison. You've finished the game. Well, let's not put the mission accomplished sign up just yet, just in case. But Bron, you have been out there clicking on some articles. I what have. has been happening over the weekend? So this first one's from Pedestrian, and their headlines are just amazing. So it's a giant effing charcuterie board made out of a Ritz cracker exists. So please take my money. So basically, you know the cracker ba- uh, brand Ritz? Yes. Yes. So what they've done is they've launched on Instagram, they just put up a photo of a 10-inch giant cracker that you can use instead of a wooden cheese board. Right. Ooh. Okay. Now, so I think... This, this, this sounds like a Ritz um, promo. Yes. Yes, and I usually try and stay away from those articles, but I couldn't resist because it was a bit strange because they're not actually selling these crackers. They're promoting them for a giveaway, which Mm. I'm suspicious. So I reckon what they're actually doing is trying to drive up a bit of hype, get everyone excited, oh, this giant cracker, and I reckon they'll be out before Christmas. Oh, guaranteed. You're calling it. You're you're saying, okay, yeah, fair call. Mm -hmm. So people are going to be like, we want one. Why aren't they on sale? Why aren't they on sale? And then the next story we'll see is Ritz have have caved to your demands and now they're finally selling these big crackers. Exactly. I'll tell you what's going to be caving. The top of that 
Ritz as soon as a bloody cheese knife goes into it. It'll be like <laughs> cracking and you get crumbs all in your... Yeah, I don't like reckon we, this is a good idea at all. We were talking about the cob loaf recently. Have you guys had a cob, a cob, the cob dip where you tear off the bread, dipping into that cheesy dip? I mean, this this is like the, uh, the next stage of that. Do you know what we should be having? What about this? What about this? Steak, okay, a big 200-gram rump served on top of a giant chip. <laughs> mm, let's start. Let's do, why, why don't we do all of this? That's better on top of a big hash. Yeah, I'd do that. Also, I feel like um, cheese and <laughs> cheese and meats served on top of a giant biscuit thing is called a pizza. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> or we could, like, when you have ice cream, you could serve it in, like, an edible cup or something. <laughs> what do you reckon? I reckon I'm onto something here. breaking yeah. What about a, <laughs> what about a glass of juice, but the glass is made of ice? Oh, now we're talking. Just crunch. All right, we'll get, we can go all day on this one. Bron, what is story number two? So it's from news.com. So their headline is sleep habit behind most divorces. What do you reckon it is? Oh, snoring. Oh, snoring for sure. Or sleeping with best <laughs> friend. That's a pretty bad habit that will end a few relationships. My husband's got the worst habit of sleeping with my sister. (laughs) Okay, yep. So, yeah, I thought it'd be snoring as well, but basically they did a study with 9,000 divorced people and they revealed that 86 admitted to doing the female spoon, is what they've called it. Right. Where... and. I should say, in the article, gender spoons. In the article, they didn't mention anything about same-sex couples, but what they were saying was, in most um, heterosexual couples, the female being the big spoon and the male being the little spoon is what was the sleeping position before the divorces. Really? Yeah, that is absolute. (laughs) Hogwash. I love the little spoon. Little spoon is where it's at. What I'll tell were, you that. <laughs> they were saying it's because they think the men were feeling smothered by their partners. Right. Is why oh, they... Tell you what, we were talking about big Ritz crackers just before. That's a big porky pie. All right. <laughs> we're talking about big bloody edible things. Get it out of here. <laughs> All right, Prod. Final, final news story for us right now. So this is from the New York Post. Um, kindergarten teacher changes ABC song goes viral on TikTok is the headline. <gasps> now, that, wow. I mean, people talk about changing the anthem. And I'm, and that's fine. I literally have no problem with changing the anthem. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't what it is now. Once before as well. Mm. We've already changed it once. Mm. We can change it again as long as it fits. As long as it's right. I just don't. I don't have an issue. I don't want to start a debate. I just personally don't have an issue if it were to be changed. However, when it comes to the ABC song, <laughs> you touch ABC, <laughs> and I'll be the first one to bloody go on Sky News tonight. Okay? <laughs> Why are they doing it, bro? What did she change it to? So the new version, it was actually created in 2012 by a company called Dream English Kids, but it's making the rounds online at the moment. Um, So it was originally recorded to teach children learning English as a second language to make it a bit easier. You know how the LMNOP kind of runs off really quickly. You don't know what's going on. Well, they've changed it to sound like this. Okay, I have to tell you all something right now. I don't know if you know, but they're changing the alphabet song. Are you ready? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, B, W, X, Y, Z. Now I never will forget 
how to say the alphabet. What? No, it's a big, it's a no. N doesn't rhyme with anything. Well, it's, you know what? I, t- I take it all back. It's not too bad. <laughs> well, it's the same, it's the same melody, the same but that, tune. but the intonation of the song at all. It reminds, it does remind me a little bit with that sort of awkward uh, timing to uh, this classic song. We got work. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't want to do the work today. <laughs> I love that song, by it's the way. Um, I, listened, I ended up going home after the show last week. I was just watching it on Google, that bit. I would watch it over and over again. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. Sorry, Rod, this has got off the rails. Produce us back on to say goodbye to you. <laughs> See you guys. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, you may have seen our next guest on some very popular television shows regarding animals, uh, Bondi Vet and uh, Dr. Lisa to the Rescue. She's all over newspaper, magazines, radio appearances, has two children's books, uh, My First Puppy and My First Kitten, and uh, is here with us today to answer a very, very serious question that I have about birds. It is Dr. Lisa Chimes. Welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello, how thank are you? Very, very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. As as Matt mentioned, you've written books about, you know, dogs and cats and various things. You've worked on Bondo Vote, so you see lots of stuff. But you know about the whole animal world. I guess doing veterinary science, you have to learn about everything. Can you tell us the sort of study you have to do? So back in the day, because I've been a vet for quite some time now, but back in the day it was a five-year degree where we had to basically learn about all the domestic species and wildlife and yeah, it's um, it's crazy to think how much we actually covered in such a short amount of time, even though at well, the time it felt like forever. <laughs> Lisa, let's face it. I mean, doctors, they're chumps, aren't they? I mean, they've only <laughs> got to species. worry about one species. you got to do... Sometimes one part of a, a species. A Podiatrist. I know. <laughs> you know? I know. People underestimate what um, is going on in our brains. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we've chosen to work with creatures that can't really talk. So, um, <laughs> that's it, even you know, more there's difficult, a lot to be said right? about our personality type. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, you've done very well at that. You're a great communicator when it comes to things. And Matt and I, you know, being very interested in the natural world, had a question for you in regards to birds. Now, okay. uh, this comes from a story that happened to Matt O'Kine the other day. Instead of retelling it, we might just give you a recap of what happened on the episode and uh, then hit you with the question afterwards. So uh, this is what okay. we talked about last week on All Day Breakfast. Okay, so I see two birds. I think they were rooting, but <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know because one was on its back on the grill right. of the sewer. Wait, so you, t- you watched two birds in missionary position. <laughs> I think they were in missionary. I'm not even joking. I think I was like watching and I was like, are they fighting or having sex? I, I really couldn't tell. But anyway. I don't think that's the way, the, way, <laughs> the way birds do it. Well, how do they do it? They don't do it in missionary? <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt it's missionary. Don't tell me they do it in doggy. That makes no sense. Do it in birdie. No. <laughs> yeah. No. And then they fell into the drain and then they just heard this like. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. 
and flapping and stuff. Like they rolled. No. It's as if they were having sex and rolled off the bed, but they rolled into the drain and suddenly they were both just like flapping away in this drain. It was like I was just standing there going, what have I just witnessed? It's an incredibly harrowing tale, um, Dr. Lisa, and... You could tell the confusion in our voices as to what exactly was going on. <laughs> what happened, Dr. Okay. Lisa? Honestly, well, I'll, just, I'll just say that the drain is not usually a traditional form of bird <laughs> mating. <laughs> now let's clear that. That's a common myth. So, so we've we've just seen some incredibly kinky. That's their that's their up on the kitchen bench kind of vibes. Is that what I was yeah, that what we're yeah, seeing? Yeah, yeah, maybe. And maybe your presence kind of just startled them. It's you know, like when your parents walk into the room. Or <laughs> They're Absolutely. like, no, we we're just watching the movie. <laughs> That's it. Goodness me. Um, but how about, what? is there different birds do different things? What, what is the traditional? Sex? Okay. So the majority of birds, they, they, they first begin with like this courting behavior. So, you know, they date. So some Ooh. birds will ruffle their feathers. Bower birds will like put all blue things in their nests. They all do very spectacular things. Uh, but that's the courtship phase of the mating process. Sure, and then, Matokine puts on some Lynx Africa. Um. Yeah, you know, <laughs> take take them out for a nice dinner, that sort of vibe. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then when they actually do the deed, uh, they the male in most species will uh, mount the female, so sort of jump on her back. Mm. And then the males and females actually have these parts of their anatomy called a cloaca or cloaca, and it's basically like a like an opening, like a little chamber in their, um, you know, genital area. Mm-hmm. And after the male jumps on top of the female, they sort of will turn around till their cloacas are touching each other, and then the sperm is deposited from the male's cloaca into the female's, mm. and then that's it. It's a very quick so process. Wait, so it's double so cloaca. They do, do, they do do kind of missionary. Yeah, they do. For a brief, it can take like a, a seconds to kind of deposit the sperm. But yes, for a brief moment in time, they well, should be me in and a birds missionary both. position. <laughs> but, um, but, but, um, sorry, Lisa, you're a professional. This okay. is re- that's Don't revolting, worry. isn't it? But um, no, no, so... I've seen revolting. I've seen things in my career. You, you. Oh, you haven't <laughs> been on a date with Madokai, Doctor Lisa. You. Uh, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen so, it at all yet. So this is actually so I because I was a bit confused. I thought they might have been fighting because they were they were two minor birds and I and you know they're so aggressive minor birds. Yeah, they're yeah. Reaching each other. I thought they might have been angry, but but there is a really good chance that I I saw this this moment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It is very very good chance. Oh, and you that's know, if a person disturbs that moment, though, which is what you may or may not have done, you can if that mating deed doesn't happen in that moment, then all their courtship, their nesting, all the things that they've been preparing, you know, they've built their nest and everything before this deed has oh, occurred. No. You may have kind of effed that up. Oh, goodness oh, gracious. What? Well, a, a bird's the only one that would do that. I mean, Dr. Lisa, I, I've learned most of my animal, uh, you know, bio- biology through um, the song The Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Um, where it says, you and me, baby, ain't nothing at mammals. Let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Now, are there any animals that are in that sort of missionary position? Oh, look, most of them probably, I'm just trying to think, most of them are probably not, to mm. be honest. Like there's, there's, you know, the dogs, we know where that, what yep. they do. Yep. Um, mm. Cats, 
similar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There are species that do some really strange things. Like, did you yeah, know? Who does, who does the weird? Who's the weirdest? Well, a praying mantis. Did you know that the female bites off the head of the male oh. afterwards? Oh, I did hear that one time, and it's mm. it's terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. And, there, and there's like porcupines, and they'll <gasps> go up in trees, and like when they're courting each other, they spray each other with their urine. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Like well, that would be tri- that'd be tricky. Go trying to go, you know, come over the back way with a bunch of spikes coming up at <laughs> you. No, well, that that area is spike free. Okay, so they've, yeah. they've obviously got to kind of um, get to to that with the, avoiding the spikes. And some birds, like they'll vomit into each other's mouths while they're sort of courting each other. So it, it's just bizarre some of the things that happen. Goodness me, wow, well, it, is a, wow. it is a brave old world, and we I've thank you very much. Videos. Anyways, but yeah, um, thank you so much, Lisa. That no was way. amazing. And uh, look, I'm I'm glad. And, uh, and to the birds out there, I'm so sorry if I've ruined everything. You <laughs> had the whole nest plan, the two glasses of wine ready, and uh, I would I didn't I didn't I didn't do anything. I didn't say mm. anything. I was just watching, and it all happened. But yeah, got a knock mm-hmm. beforehand. I should have turned, turned my eyes away. And also, Lisa, <laughs> we were talking about um, we were talking about. Um, spooning, being big spoon and little spoon. And so I would like to just give a shout out to all the porcupines out there who <laughs> don't get to be either spoon in this world. <laughs> what a sad so, state of affairs. Poor porcupine. Well, Dr. Lisa, thanks again for chatting to us. If you want to find out more of Dr. Lisa's work, uh, at Dr. Lisa Chimes on Instagram, you can uh, check out the stuff. It sounds like you've got another customer in the background there, Yeah, no, uh, these Lisa. are my three, my three dogs that, yeah, I don't know why I've got three dogs, but I do and I love them. And, yeah, oh. this is a common occurrence. So we got our wind. Of silence for a moment. Oh, we did. Well, we thank you so much. And also, if you are, if you've got your dog yourself, check out our dog by Dr. Lisa, which is natural, eco-friendly skin and coat care for your little mate. Hey, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Lisa Chimes. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. See you guys. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Are you a puzzles man, Alex Dyson? Don't mind a puzzle. What about a word puzzle? Don't mind a word puzzle. Um, I mean, anything less than 500 pieces for me, I don't get out of bed for these days. Um, but word puzzle, more Sudoku. Oh, su- I love a Sudoku. Sudoku. It's a sweet spot, isn't it? Because people who like Sudokus, mm. yeah, you know, like the mediums are too easy. Even the yeah. hards are pretty doable. The very hard, then I just get frustrated because I can't do it. I'm yeah. like, this is impossible. I, I usually go for tricky. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it nice that. little medium sweet spot, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my partner and I have been playing with the fam, um, with the extended family. The the word the word game. You know, you get nine letters, um, and you have to use the letter in oh, the, the middle. The target. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the tar- yeah, and you've got to get the the nine letter word. Yeah, we had that in um, Bob Bar for a while. It's the uh, <laughs> the customers have walk Free in. Free coffee. The customers walk in. It's like today's target. Well, we're trying to get it today. Yeah, yeah, I get it all the time at my local, and then I just go, oh, I'll pay for the coffee anyway. <laughs> COVID's not a time to be getting free coffees. But um, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. I like to challenge myself. <laughs> so I. That's just like. It's like the double arrogant thing. It's just like, I'm really good at getting the target and I'm really charitable <laughs> to my local thing. That's me, Matt O'Kine. What else? What is it? Do people find you 
Just intolerable sometimes. <laughs> oh, so intolerable. <laughs> I should show you my inbox. <laughs> Mate, they hate me. I can't imagine but, uh, why. Anyway, <laughs> what's this about? Oh, well, look, we came up with a word. Well, we didn't come up with a word. We, 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 we all did our words and then we were comparing the scores and one of the words I said was drivel, mm. right? And, um, and then <laughs> someone in the extended fam was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, you know, and you talk a load of drivel. And they're like, oh, that's dribble, isn't it? And we're like, no, it's it's you're talking a load a load of drivel. Now I don't know what drivel is. Do you know what yeah, drivel is? Like when you when you're forced to think about it, drivel doesn't make sense. It is a word, but it's one of those like if you drivel, drivel, drivel. Drivel. If you Google drivel, mm. it's just nonsense. Yeah. Although in fact, it, archaically, it says to let saliva or mucus flow from the mouth or nose. So it is technically dribble. So maybe it came from dribble. But then, anyway, so we said, yeah, that, that's the word. But then they were like, I've, I've always said dribble my whole life. Now we're talking about people who are about 60 years old here. Oh! You know, so 60 years of that's a load of dribble. And then you got into the conversation of phrases that you've been saying wrong your whole life. Mm, oh, now this is a great conversation because <laughs> you can come up with some absolute rippers. I used to say in the walls, in the walls, instead of in the wars. Oh, I've never even heard that. I, <laughs> he's been in the walls. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was like, oh, he's just bumped into a lot of walls. <laughs> got, well, a of, got a lot of bumps and bruises from all the walls he's been bumping into. <laughs> Not, oh, no, he's been in a war. Okay, because... That's really bad <laughs> That's to be in. More, <laughs> That's a bit more serious. Well, the two that I had was nip it in the butt. Okay, oh, I yeah. thought for sure is nip it in the butt. Because I don't know why, <laughs> I just thought you would not want to get nipped in the butt. So, <laughs> so yep. you just want to stop that. And then the other one that really blew my mind was for all intensive purposes. Oh, no. It's actually no. for all intents and purposes. But that. I thought it was the purposes were very intensive. Well, the best part about these is not the funny different words you used to think. It was when you found out how someone pulled you up. So when did you drop it in the conversation, Matt? Well, for all intensive purposes, <laughs> I've, someone's gone, hang on a second. <laughs> what? But, I mean, these are pretty common ones. I'd love to hear the ones that you have, okay? like, mm. And they can just be... As uh -oh. bizarre, oh, but bro, uh -oh. producer Bron's got a hand up. Just, just hearing this, I realise I don't know the right. I don't know if it's it's a write off or it's if it's a ride off. I still, right. do, I still don't know. It's a write off because yeah. you don't you write it off. Yeah. like it's you've written it off. Yeah, but uh, you're in the car, so you like you write it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's write, write it off. Like write it off in a administrative sense that it's written off the road. Is that right? Isn't that what it means? Yeah, yeah. It's a write off. It's that's uh, you just forget about it. It's got it's nothing unless, to be. unless the crash entailed you driving off a cliff. In which case you ride, you did write, wrote, wrote it off. <laughs> you wrote you it, wrote off, it off and now it's a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let us know yours. We'd love to hear from you. Matt.add.alex on Instagram. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us on another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We love hearing from you, so please get in touch at Matt.and.alex on Instagram. 
Um, and thank you to everyone who bought a Woods is the Good shirt over the weekend <laughs> oh, as well, actually. So good. Deep into Oz Music <laughs> Month, the 20th is when you need them by. So uh, get in quick if you want to uh, do that. It's been awesome seeing the messages from there. Woods is absolutely stoked with that. Uh, we are going to be leaving you, but we should also say uh, we mentioned the alphabet song potentially changing from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q. O-P-Q. I can't even do it if I don't. It's not the R-S-T- original song. U-V-W, <laughs> oh, I don't know. But look, we understand it was it was to make sure, give an easier chance for people who are learning English to hear those middle letters in a row. Completely understand that. Um, so we thought we'd leave you with something sort of related. Yeah, something a little bit different, though, because we nod our head. We know that that song can change and will change and will be good. But when it comes to the number song... There's only one song that we should be doing, and it should not be touched. So we're going to leave you with that. Mumbo right number now. five? It's not Mumbo number five. Oh. It's not five. What you waiting for? If you want a three, two, one, <laughs> let's kick it. Um, it's not that. It is this. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you tomorrow. Goodbye. Breakfast Kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.